What is something from your childhood that you would give to your kids? Hi, my name is Cherie, and this is Life is Cherry. I kind of gave you guys an intro as to why I decided to begin this podcast, and I shared some of my main goals that I had in my life, but this whole podcast isn't really about my goals. It's really about the connection that I have with others, learning from others, um, being able to speak my mind and share my thoughts with you guys, but also I want to know a lot back from you guys because honestly in this world we can only grow and learn by listening to one another and being able to see what each other goes through. And so I'm going to give you guys updates on my goals and what I'm trying to accomplish every Friday. And I'll try to do that every Friday. I'm going to post my progress process and everything that's been going into what I'm um, developing in my goals. Um, But I want to just once a week have a conversation. So I threw out a question to everybody yesterday and loved the feedback. You guys were spot on with what I was trying to accomplish there. Um, But if you hadn't seen the question or you didn't follow it, the question was, if you were to look back on your life, as as you look back on your childhood, what is something from your childhood that you would give to your kids? What are some of the experiences that you had as a kid that you would love to see your kids experience? And I love the answers that you gave. I remember when I was really little, I had a swim party and my older sister was going to ride us on her bike over there. Well, it was me, my sister, and my, well, it was me and my two older sisters. My sister's responsibility was to get us there safe, right? Well, back in the day as kids, we all just climbed on one bike and we took a ride, right? Guess what? We were all piled on that car, that, that bike with a banana seat. Remember the banana seats? Those were pretty awesome. In the bars that swoop down, I'm trying to remember the name of that, but anyways, I would sit right there on the front handlebars and my sister would be on the banana seat with my other sister who was actually pedaling the three of us over to this activity and my sister wrecked the bike. We got all scraped up, scratched up and it was what childhood was for us. We came home with scrapes that we didn't even tell our parents about. Just to give you guys an idea of what my background is, where I'm from, I'm a Utah girl, born and raised, and very close to my family, and a, and a big family at that. So I am the youngest of six kids, and I was born in the 80s, but definitely a 90s child. Any of you guys that had lived through the late 80s, early 90s, if that was your childhood, you guys are definitely part of my tribe, and I will talk a lot about that because it is actually has some of my most favorite memories and I'd love to share some of those experiences. And I know you guys all have great stories because guess what? We had less rules back then. Nowadays we have ways of controlling our kids a little bit more to where I think that, I don't know, my personal opinion is, is that we kind of hinder their growth in that way. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about today. So being a 90s child, my life was so much different than our kids' lives are right now. Um, Some of you guys were talking about on when you answered my question, you guys were saying things like playing night games. Oh my gosh, I love night games. That was one of my favorite things when I was younger. And these were things that we just did naturally. But our world is such a different place, right? There's definitely things that I feel like our kids are missing out on. 
But I want to pose another question to you guys. I want to know, do you think the things that we learned in the 80s and 90s, because we were all about getting in trouble, we were all about kind of breaking the rules a little bit, and our parents, if we went, if we didn't turn up when it got dark, they had to get in their car and they had to drive after us. They had to go looking for us. So we live in such a different world. Right now, we can track our kids constantly. And I wonder if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I like it as a mom because I always want to make sure my kids are safe. When I was a kid, I would wake up in the morning on a weekend, on a Saturday, I would watch my Saturday morning cartoons and then I would jump on my bike and I would go ride around trying to find friends that were available to play and hang out and we would go and hang out all day long. We would begin in the morning and we wouldn't come home till it got dark. And the rule at my house was when it got dark, you better be home. So I remember as a kid, as as the sun was going down, I'm like, oh crap, I gotta get home. And I would be racing home before I got in trouble. Nowadays, I feel like many of us just restrict our kids from actually being kids. And so I wonder, is what we learned and all the trouble that we got in and as being being young like we were, have we stopped our kids from being kids? Is it possible that maybe we overparent a little bit? Do we give them the ability to allow us to trust them? Something that I've always tried to incorporate is being able to share some of those traditions, some of those things that I did as a young kid with my kids. And so I want to really plan to make more of that happen. I challenge you guys. I challenge you guys to make one of the experiences that you experienced as a child happen for your children. I would love to see it posted on my page. Um, Hashtag it with life is cherry. I want to fill this world with great things. I want to be able to see that you guys are enjoying time with your families, with your kids, sharing your, the things that you had back when you were a child. I want to see you sharing it with your kids. Uh, I saw a few of you guys posting about going roller skating, going to the roller skating rink. And it just reminded me about going to the mall with my friends. My mom would drop us off at the mall. We would hang out for hours at the mall. Guess what? We would talk to boys at the mall. And most all kids did stuff like that. You'd go to a skating rink. You would go hang out at the local places, you know, and we were always out and going every single day. And I think that's like the main difference I think we have an issue with as parents now because we have our kids in front of screens all the time. And their view to the outside world is through TikTok. It's through Instagram. It's through not so much Facebook, but um, a little bit. But what if our kids were still able to experience those things that we experienced as kids today? And they need us to teach them how to have experiences outside, how to have experiences away from their phones. We had a trampoline. It was the coolest, bounciest trampoline. And we would sit it underneath my window of my bedroom. And my bedroom was on the second floor. And so we would open the window. Probably got this idea from my brother. My brother was always a little bit of a rebel. And we'd open up the window. We didn't have a, a screen on the window. So what we would do is we'd pull this 
the trampoline over to the window, open the window, and it was big enough to fit teenagers out of. So we would climb up on the windowsill and we would jump out the window onto the trampoline. My room was two stories up. It was not a close jump. But looking back on that, I'm like, that was the crazy stuff we did. We did stuff that was scary, things that were a little dangerous, that were exciting. Those are the things that we got to live throughout our lives. And and now it's like, okay, if we see our kids pushing trampoline over and about ready to jump out of a two-story home, we're probably going to stop them. We're probably actually... I'm, I am actually the type of mom that would probably jump out the window with them. Um, just because I want my kids to have those same experiences. I think that our kids are such rule keepers because we've taught them so many rules that sometimes they don't experience life. Sometimes my kids wake up and I'm like, they're like, what are we doing this weekend? And I'm like, go call your friends. Go get in trouble. Go do something that you that scares you something different than sitting in front of a screen sitting in front of a video game i will tell you they're going to complain when you tell them what you're going to do this is what happens with my kids every time i introduce something like this to them they complain they tell me how dumb the idea is or how it's going to be so boring and how they don't want to do it and life is so miserable that they have to be away from their screens but guess what it's it's hell trying to get them to get to go do those things. But once they do them afterwards, it is going to be some of the most memorable moments in their life. Those things that are so special to you are going to mean the world to them because it's going to be different than what they do on a normal day. It's going to be something exciting that they've never even experienced before. And how are they going to experience those things unless we teach them? So I would love to see, I challenge you guys, I challenge you guys to gift your ki- gift those things to your kids. Show them how fun it was to do basic, non-expensive things. So kind of what brought me to this question is I had a question, or I had a conversation with my kids a few weeks ago, and this term had come up a few times. Um, You've probably noticed that, again, as generations go, our kids are using different lingo than we used. We use different lingo than what our parents used. It's just the way the world works, right? I'm not sure I really love these new words that these kids are using, but it's actually really fun to learn them. Um, Some of the words that my kids have been using is cap, sus, simp. I mean, these are words that I had to look up because I didn't know what they were or I just asked my kids what they meant because who the heck knows what those mean, right? But I learned a new word. One of my kids taught me a new word a couple weeks ago. And it came about because I was talking to my kids of the importance of school and getting good grades and what good grades mean for them to get into college and be able to do the things in life that they want to do to accomplish the life that they want for themselves and how important grades are in school and trying your hardest and trying your best. And I was telling them that I was talking to them even about AP classes and how if you took an AP class, then that means that you don't have to take certain classes 
in college if you pass the test and you can save yourself all this time. And I told him what I did and how I did some of those classes and it, and I got to skip all my math in college and everything. And, and my son looks at me and he says, ah, and I'm like, what? And he's all, you're a try hard. And I was like, what? What's a try hard? And he's like, well, you're part of the group. Like there's a group of kids at my school that always want that go above and beyond that always try their hardest to get the best at everything. And I was like, why would you not want to do that? And it made me realize I am a try hard. And I think this is just a similar thing in every generation. Um, Back in the day, in the 90s, uh, back in our parents' days, those were the nerds. Those were the people who tried hard, got good grades, and wanted to accomplish things in life. But guess who the tryhards of the world are? Steve Jobs. Mark Zuckerberg. How about Tony Robbins? How about Elon Musk? Come on, let's think of Elon Musk. Do you think Elon Musk got to the place that he was today without trying hard? Without being a try hard? Without being a nerd, being a little bit of a nerd? No. If you want to see successful things in your life, you must be a try hard. These these are the tryhards of our world. So having this conversation with my son just made me have a great idea. I'm going to start a private group to where I can have all the tryhards in. Because I know sometimes when you are trying to reach a goal, you may not have the support that you deserve. You may not have somebody next to you cheering you on. And I want to be your cheerleader. I want you guys to be my cheerleader. I want to learn from you guys as you learn from me as well. I really do believe that it takes a village to raise a family. And I want to create my village. I want to create my tribe. Because guess what? I have two girls. I have three kids. I have two girls. And I know how important it is to have female role models that are actually going to do great things with their lives. I want to create the role models and join with all the role models that I would love my girls to look up to. I'm not just sending them to school and say, go choose a, go choose a role model. I don't, I don't feel like it, so just go choose a role model. I'm sure, I'm sure you'll find one at school. I'm sure you'll find one at church. I'm sure somewhere in TikTok or Instagram, there's, there might be a great role model out there. But you know what? Usually, those aren't the greatest role models. There might be some good ones here and there, but how do our kids know how to choose right role models in life? I don't think they do. I think as parents, we need to actually direct them and show them who what is good in this world because there's a lot of bad in this world. And even for my son, I want to collect a great tribe, even a great tribe of men who are working towards their biggest goals, whether they're fitness goals, whether whether they're mental health goals, 
or relationship goals or family goals or career goals. Guess what? Career goals are usually the goals that people make. And and I want to be a part of your journey and share what I'm going through as well as hear what you have to say what you're going through. Because sometimes when you want to give up, you just need to reach out to somebody and know that the effort is worth it, right? Learn to have a goal to excite you in life, to make you, to take you to better adventures in life. So anyways, I want to know what you guys are thinking about everything that was said. I mean, and I just want to have a conversation. I want to know how you guys feel as parents these days. Um, I want to know how you feel as a wife these days. Being a mom isn't always the easiest thing. I feel bad for my oldest. I feel bad that he has to go through me learning how to parent my first child. Because I've definitely made some mistakes. I've definitely had some arguments with my kids that I didn't need to have because I was trying to protect them so much. I was trying to teach them so much. I want them to be on the the path to success and sometimes when they don't want to choose that the path that I want for them exactly then I get frustrated but I'm just learning also and it's a it's something that my son my oldest has to deal with me learning how to parent as well it's like a two-way learning process and that's kind of that is exactly how I feel when it's something that I can learn from you, too. So if you have any thoughts or topics that you'd love to hear me cover and just get feedback from other parents, other women, um, other men, I just want to know what kind of conversation do you guys want to create? I would love to just have conversations based on what you guys are going through and what I'm going through because I don't feel like we can ever learn or grow or be better without the help from each other. I mean, just as my kids, I sat down with my mom last, no, two weeks ago, and I just had to ask her how she felt parenting a teenager. Is parenting teenagers is hard and I didn't think it was gonna be that hard. I'm like super, I wanna be a super mom, so I wanna do everything and anything for my kids. We all wanna give our kids a better life, but sometimes when we, Sometimes I think we overprotect them so they don't get to learn those same journey, the same journey. They don't get to have the journey that they need to grow. And that's why I really love the idea of gifting your kids something that we loved. Because usually it's something that didn't cost any money to create. I love the commercial right now. It's for one of the, I think it's VRBO or something like that. But he says something to the effect of he's walking through and he's showing these kids with an iPhone and a TV and video games. And they said, well, you look back on your life and wish you had more smartphones. Will you look back and think, oh, I wish I had more video games. I love this. He says, now here's the last question. Will you look back and wish that you had more experiences? Yeah. We will all have enough in this world. No matter what level of income you make, you have exactly what you need right now. And it's your choice to find the joy in it. You can wish and want all these material things in life, 
but they're things. These are things that will you'll outgrow, you'll outlive, you'll outdesire. And things that will matter the most, thinking back and looking back, will be the experiences that you had together, the experiences that you shared with your kids. Those memories, those things that brought great importance to you in your life as a child, those are the things that we need to give our children. And keep giving your children. They need these experiences because those are the things that they'll hold on to for forever. Whenever I ask my kids what are some of their favorite things that they've done, they weren't things that we gave them. They were experiences that we had together. Thanks for giving me your time. I'm excited to get moving with this. Hopefully I can bring some good topics to talk about and to think about, and especially with parenting and relationships and all the things that really matter in life and enjoy opportunities to learn and grow from each other. Thanks guys. Bye.